On today's episode, I brought on Megan, my associate who runs my clinic, and we're going to talk about how our team dynamic looks and how having that mentorship even as an employee will do amazing things for your confidence as a practitioner. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week, I'm bringing you no-nonsense, no-BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast. This one is where I'm going to be bringing on my team member, Megan Datima, who I hired back in August of 2019 to completely take over one of my clinics. So basically, I bought myself free time and I also bought myself an amazing insurance policy in my employee, Megan. So I wanted her to come on and kind of give some insight from her perspective perspective, why coming right out of the gates and joining a busy practice, but not as an associate, not as a independent contractor where she's on a split, but actually taking on the role of manager of that clinic as an employee and how it has served her over the past basically eight months. Um, And the framework that we use is Something that I learned with my work with Alex Sharfin going through his Sharfin cadence, and that was something that really helped me step up as a team leader. And I think for a lot of you that are listening, especially those that are clinic owners or aspire to be, I think this level of mentorship and leading a team is going to be something that you should certainly pay close attention to. Because it's one thing to have a bunch of people working in your space, but all of them feel like they're kind of running their own individual business and therefore either don't get that support that they were hoping to have or there isn't a lot of cross-referral that you're looking for. That can often lead for you having a lot of turnaround in the practitioners that are working with you. From the associate or from the independent contractor's perspective, they are looking for that guidance. They want to be part of something. And so as the clinic owner, it's really important for you to find a way to step up into that leadership role. And for us, that was implementing our daily huddles where every single day we get together as a team, talk about what's going on, and then using our 190-30-7-1 system that we have every single one of our maximized practitioner members learn about and try to implement for themselves. And this is how we execute so quick. And this is also how our team knows exactly what their metrics are, what it is that they need to be doing and helping the business grow. So without further ado, let's jump into that interview. Hey, Megan, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast I, I'm surprised how long it took for me to get you to come on to the show. So this is a really kind of extra special episode for me. For those that don't know you and and they don't understand our relationship, could you kindly give a history on to how you found out about me and sort of what that journey was like from student to now being my associate? Yes. So hello. (laughs) Um, I'm Megan. I am a naturopathic doctor. And a recent grad, I, oh, 
how did I find so when I was in my last semester at CCNM in Toronto I started looking at the classifieds on CCNM's website and on the OMD and just kind of like looking at job opportunities out there and I saw yours come up uh, while I was studying for some of my exams and I applied and like almost immediately you got back to me and like this is what we're doing and I'm like okay so like um, and it was super quick between like responding to the ad to like having our first having our second interview and then signing the contract like looking back at it I couldn't believe how fast that went but but you know my speed yeah <laughs> um, and then I finished all those exams and then as soon as I yeah finished those exams started coming into the office and started that process of like onboarding and learning um learning what it took to be a naturopath in the real world because as much as we'd like to learn that in school it doesn't necessarily happen that way mm-hmm. and then I was able to hit the ground running um in September when I got my license um, here in Caledonia So let's talk about that because so many practitioners and you have your whole class that graduated the same time as you, um, and, and you can't make a direct comparison, but for your own journey, how did you find, like basically your role at the Caledonia clinic is you took over that clinic. So I'm not there with you. Um, but we do have a really great team structure in place to help with onboarding, but how did you find overall, if you can just reflect on starting into a clinic where you were running the whole show, how did that mentorship really support you in your confidence building in the beginning? Um, it helps a lot because you kind of have that safety net a little bit. Like you have that in CCNM where they basically tell you what you're going to be doing in your last year of school. And then um, you're expected to go completely out on your own and do your own thing, which for some people is really, is a, no problem at all. And then, for other people, it's a cause for panic and a little bit of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And a little bit of that imposter syndrome comes up because you're like, well, I'm a new grad. Like, why are people coming to see me versus somebody else? And that I, the mentorship kind of helped me get over that a lot quicker. And then also helped me figure out, um, again, yeah, what it means to be a naturopath in the real world and to where you're charging full prices and where you're... Um, yeah, not always focused on um, keeping the cost as low as possible, which is what you're always doing in a, in a subsidized clinics versus just presenting like these are your options to patients and being fairly non-discriminatory that way and say like, I don't really care which way you go, but these are your options here. Here's why A, B, or C would work best for you. How would you like to proceed? And kind of gave me that, yeah, confidence to say this is what it is and to go with that. Yeah, and that's huge, right? And comparative to your other practice, because in this practice in Caledonia, you are a employee basically as an associate, and then you are still part-time a sole proprietor in your other clinic. Comparing the two, um, keeping in mind, of course, my clinic was more established and you're starting from scratch, how did you find the difference between doing it all on your own, setting it all up your own as a sole proprietor versus having that mentorship level on the associate side? Because the reason why I'm bringing this up is I think every practitioner who graduates thinks that becoming an employee or um, being on payroll is significantly hindering your ability to grow or make money or do this or do that or whatever. 
um, versus the struggles that come with you building it all on your own where, yeah, you're collecting more of the profits, but it's a lot harder go. So could you compare the two kind of sides of your business? Yeah, for sure. And um, I'm thankful that I did both because uh, I'm learning a lot from both sides and taking the wins from both sides, but also taking them, um, yeah, like taking the lesson, the hard lessons learned from both sides as well. Um, I'm very appreciative of being able to step into a busy clinic and starting to see like 10 patients a day immediately. And that keeps your skills fresh while you're building because yeah, if you're sitting there building your practice from zero to where you're going, depending on how fast you're able to do that, your skills do start to um, go a little rusty. So being able to see that many patients and get used to seeing that many patients that quickly and um, keeps you sharp, but also gives you a goal. So if you are trying to start up on your own, you're like, your goal is just to see one patient. And that's kind of what it was like in my other office. It's like, I just want to see one patient. And in Caledonia here, I'm more, my goal is more like, no, I want to see as many people as I can because you already, you already have that first person in there. Mm -hmm. And then there, there's so much more learning you can do from patients in a busy practice as well. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe how fast I, I, my skills progressed in that first few months because you were, we were so busy here in September and October. Um, I think I said to you at that time, I, I did more B12 injections in a day than yeah. a whole year in CCM. So learning that needling technique and honing that in was done in like a few weeks versus like, um, years in private. As someone from the very beginning where you saw the ad and the reason why we're having this conversation ultimately is because I want even clinic, um, clinicians or clinic owners to see a different possible model to which you can support your employees as practitioners instead of the kind of old, old, way of doing it or normal way of doing it, which is always on a split. Everyone's an associate. You kind of just set up shop. You do your own thing. Um, the reason why, or what was the reason why you thought of, you know what, maybe being an employee isn't the worst idea. And that was kind of what you jumped on. What was your thought process around that? Uh, well, there was a couple of thoughts that um, drew me towards it. One was the stable income. So like while, it, while you're starting to pay off uh, OSEP, yeah, OSAP and all of your student loans, it's nice to have that basic income so that you don't have to worry as much. I, am I going to hit it? Is that for some people, is that going to drive their or push their drive down? Possibly. But it also acts as incentive to just work harder because you know, at least your basic um, fee, like your basic expenses are covered. Mm -hmm. The other pieces was the mentorship. Cause I, so when I was looking for clinics and looking at clinics online and on Instagram and social media, the clinics that I really wanted to join, they weren't they weren't offering any positions, and they didn't have room for um, anybody adding. They all did these either weekly or monthly meetings as a team, and going over cases and learning from each other and um, bringing in experts. And I that's kind of the the community that I wanted, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Then I found your clinic and then I basically fell in my lap. And instead of having that on a monthly or even every other week kind of schedule, we're doing it almost daily here. So there was a lot more learning there that, which is what I wanted. 
how do you find the structure of how we do our teams? So this is the other piece that I think um, clinic owners need to be mindful of is if you want to create that team environment, you do need to foster it. And this was something that I was fortunate enough to learn all of last year. But walk people through kind of what our Monday to Friday looks like and um, how our team structure is and how you feel supported as one of those team members. Like, yes, you are an employee, but quite honestly, you're certainly at the same level as me. You're running that entire clinic. So um, just so people understand what our week looks like, uh, could you elaborate on that? Yeah, sure. So our week start out on Monday mornings at 8.45. We hop on a early morning, at least early for me, early morning call. And we have our weekly meeting. So this meeting, we um, lay out what happened over the weekends, kind of go over any questions or any blockers, frustrations that our team members have that are left over, and then kind of get ourselves set up for the rest of the week. We also kind of go over how the clinic and the business did the last week. And then providing ourselves, okay, where does that go next week? Where, like, kind of refreshing those targets in your mind um, and seeing, yeah, what didn't work last week and what did work last week. And then um, Tuesday, we have our Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we all have um, our daily meetings where we, again, we go over um, blockers, frustrations, and um, to do lists and clarify any. Um, issues that come up and make sure that everybody knows exactly what they're doing instead of just kind of fumbling around and um, being very lost and not sure exactly how things go. Uh, so those meetings really help keep everybody focused and everybody on task. Um, we also go over gratitude, which helps set the tone for the day. Um, doing these meetings, again, first thing in the morning, most mornings. Um, yeah, that helps kind of like start your day. What, what happened yesterday? What was I grateful for? What went really well yesterday and then you kind of want to structure the rest of your day to mimic that because mm -hmm. if the day before went really well you want to carry that on into the next day and what are the key metrics that you find that we go over that are really driving you to help grow the business because the one thing that we do is with our contract not only do we have like and I'm fully transparent about expenses, about income, which clinic it's coming from. We talk about all of that as a team. I believe as the team leader, keeping people in the dark diminishes kind of their ability to understand what's going on. We share the profit and loss statement together so you can see, okay, where are we spending more of our money? What could we do to improve expenses? What do we need to do to grow profits? Um, and there's the profit sharing piece too. Because I felt it was so important that if somebody is coming into my office and they are running an entire clinic space, that offering that um, profit sharing piece is huge. It's a huge incentive for you to grow and to minimize expenses and figure out profits, which pretty much every single month since you've been on, you've gotten profit sharing the majority of the time. Our expenses tend to be mostly around the labs and the inventory more than anything else. But um, with regards to the metrics that we have you track every single week, what are they and how do they support you into staying focused with growth? Yeah, so the key metrics that um, I track are new patients that come into the office, new patients that I've brought into the office. So those are two separate numbers, as well as how many total visits we've done and then the percentage of rebookings. 
are the key ones along with products and labs and referrals um, generated as well. Um, so those numbers help just remind you every single week, okay, where are our new patients coming from? Um, and also lets you know like, okay, is your, is my outreach or my um, marketing effort, I guess, for this office working or not? And if it's not, then it <laughs> requires a little bit of redirect there. Um, and then the, I really like the uh, rebooking rate percentage um, metric because that was the other thing that I struggled with in school was you saw a couple people once or twice because that's what they wanted because right. um, uh, when visits are low cost, there's not as much incentive to keep coming back. And then you had a hard, hard, harder time getting them to come back. Whereas here, it's a lot easier to get them at least on the calendar as soon as they leave. So then your book rebooking rate was um, easy above the 80s. I think almost every single week, it's above an 80%. And so that just helps retain all those patients and make sure that they're still getting care and not slipping through the cracks. Um, so those are the two metrics that, or the, I guess the three metrics that I really focus on. Good. Anything else that you wanted to share with regards to your position as an associate and how it's allowed you to grow and why you, um, you know, really thrive because you are thriving in this position that you think would be important for future associates to consider and or the business owner to consider with regards to this kind of model? Yeah. So I guess the final things that I've learned as an associate was how to run a very busy practice. I, that's something you don't learn right away on your own and definitely comparing that to um, the other practice that I'm at. It's a totally different ball game managing um, a busy practice versus managing yourself because as a solopreneur and then being able to kind of monitor how everybody else is doing in the office. We have live blood cell technicians in this office as well as a homeopath and then the reception and um, gaining those valuable learning experiences and how to manage them appropriately and how to communicate effectively with them and keep them busy and keep them motivated and happy and thriving as well in the clinic was a very valuable learning experience here from a, I guess, an administrative uh, or management perspective. Um, and then I guess the benefit for clinic owners that I see is that you have someone there who's very invested in your practice and you can trust is gonna put your practice first because they're they're heavily invested and you've trained them. Well, if you've trained them well, they will kind of act as a mini me and um, or almost like a clone and managing that and you don't have to worry about it. Basically, we talked about this before is you're kind of like my insurance policy. So the number one fear that every practitioner or solopreneur has is if I get sick, if I can't, um, if my kids get sick, if I can't come into the office, my revenues go right down to zero. Mm -hmm. And having this relationship, while yes, there's an investment on the clinic owner's end from a payroll perspective, the comfort that I have that I trained you, I know how you work. Um, I was so lucky to find you. I mean, you were the only person that applied and it was like an instant fit. So we were totally meant to meet each other. Um, but if I ever needed to take a step away from the office, I now have you who can take over um, any of the overflow. And you've created such a 
um, strong position for yourself at that office that you're basically irreplaceable, right? So you, you're commanding that space. If we lose even one of our associates, you can take over their patient load. If I need to have you just do some telemedicine calls for my other clinics, you're available. So from a business owner perspective, you're now creating that insurance policy that actually pays for itself sort of thing. Um, is there anything else that you can reflect on, even just thinking about who you were when you started to who you are now with regards to even just business decisions and business exposure? What is that difference in you as an individual? Large. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you don't realize what you don't know when you start out. And um, listening to a bunch of different business podcasts, you basically get a degree in um, Googling things. And I had the benefit of like, yes, Googling things, but also asking someone who's been there before um, and coaching me through it. And yeah, learning how to set um, yearly goals, quarterly goals, monthly goals, weekly goals that are realistic. I think when you start out with a business, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this over the course of the year. And then you get like, all of a sudden you have these 10 huge yearly goals that are <laughs> quite overwhelming. So then learning how to narrow that down and then really focus what you're doing from a business perspective mm -hmm. um, was been very beneficial coming um, and joining your team. And I joined in September. I remember hopping on our first, I think it was a monthly, it was a monthly or quarterly. Right. Hop. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was my first or second week into the, yeah. um, our contract or our position here. And I remember hopping on, I'm like, holy moly, I didn't realize how much was involved in just the running of a clinic and the running of a business that I was like, not prepared for at all. So then just learning all of the behind the scenes, the planning, the, uh, yeah, the planning, basically, like if you're going to launch something, how you're doing stuff six to eight weeks out prepping for that and what that looked like and organizing Facebook ads and um, lead magnets and emails and newsletters and all of that stuff that, yeah, you're taught a little bit at school. You have a practice management course, uh, but you're not forced to actually do it. You don't actually wrap your head around it until you actually have to. And having someone to be able to kind of hold my hand through it all and like, this is how you do it was very very beneficial. Yeah, I would definitely say reflecting on that, I remember that first monthly that we did. So um, for those that aren't familiar, we have our annual, our quarterly planning, we have our monthly planning, weekly, and then our big thing that we do every day. This is all part of the maximized Practitioner method that we do. And I remember you being on that call, just being, I could feel you being like deer in the headlights, holy crap, how am I going to contribute? And now you're so actively involved and you're just like, yep, we're going to do this or putting your input in. Like I can feel that confidence and that drive coming out. And I mean, you haven't even been with us a year yet. So we're just over like the half a year mark and just seeing how you are stepping up into the practice is a huge change knowing that it's still in development. Like you're still evolving, you're still growing, you're still learning. Um, and so I'm just so proud to even just see that. Um, any final things that you could say or reflect on for how this experience has been for you? And then if people wanted to get in touch with you personally, what are some great ways to do that? Sure. Some final things is getting a business coach, regardless of who that is, is essential. And I'm thankful that mine is also 
um, my employer and I get to kind of just constantly bounce ideas off of. And it's something that I wouldn't normally have considered when starting a business to hire a business coach because that's the last thing on your mind because you're like, I don't have any money. I'm not going to hire. Right. But just learning that um, it's essential to even just starting because they'll point out things that you're like, oh, I haven't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that aspect in the, yeah, you can never go wrong with getting mentorship as long as it's the right one. And always invest looking into finding the right one. Yes. Definitely, we were such a great fit from the first, like, the yeah. Ago. Um, yeah, and then contact me. I'm on social media at Dr. Megan ND on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so that's how people get a hold of me. Amazing. Thank you, Megan, so much for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me. So, everything you heard us talk about is put into the Maximize Practitioner program in some way, shape, or form. And then, of course, with our elite implementer members, we're getting more into the team dynamics and the team building and how you should be stepping up as a leader for your team. So if you really loved our model and you loved what Megan had to say about being the associate in our business and you want to see how that's going to work for you or how you could at least create that framework, that foundational structure that our maximized Practitioner students have, I want you to book a game plan call. The link is in the description or in the show notes. And we will have a 30-minute conversation about where your business is at where you need to go, of course, teasing apart the blockers, the mental blockers, the limiting beliefs, the stories that you have around growth of your business and becoming a team leader. And then, of course, if there's any way that my team can support you or the Maximize Practitioner program is going to help you, then let's talk about that too. I look forward to seeing you on my schedule. I'm Andrea Maxim, and I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you as always for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca.